Hey everybody, I'm Jody Vance. And I'm George Affleck. And it's time for... We're gonna catch you on the flippity-flop. Unspun. What? Hot enough for you, flippity-flopper? Flip for the flip to the flip-flop and a flip-flip. What the heck's going oh, on? Oh, you got a bell. I nice. do. <laughs> we get sound effects for the, the new show here for 180. That's right. The 180. Hey, okay, where do we're we start? Let's f- start with. We'll, yeah, we'll get to flip flopping later. We will. Eighth and Arbutus, I think, is a huge story from, from this mm-hmm. week for people who are watching the political drama continue to unfold in Vancouver City Hall. Apologies to those who want us to talk more about Surrey, but we're going to start with Vancouver here. Um, the mixed social housing project. The 13-story building, 129 units, single-room units. George, walk us through the 81 meetings that it took to get here and the, I don't know, 9 million amendments that were uh, associated with this. What 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 is this? What, where are we Well, at? if I put it simply, and uh, you get a lot of heat for this, and in fact, the head of BC Housing actually said this, uh, Shane Ramsey said, uh, said the word flip, or said the word, not flip, that's stuck in my head, uh, said NIMBYs, he said that in his... Uh, speech to the uh, council, which of course created outrage. But is this an anything? Is it something that's being built? It's ho- social housing for, you know, core need people, people who are unhoused. This is people who have mental challenges. They have drug challenges. They have housing challenges. This is people that are at the, the most need. Uh, and a lot of these kind of buildings are downtown. They're smaller ones sort of sp- sprinkled around the city, around the region, really. Uh, but it's very seldom that they build a large building like this. Um, there's one that's being approved, has been approved in East Vancouver, uh, and this was in the West Vancouver. And if you don't know Vancouver, the West Side, East Side, uh, uh, sounds like a gang war we're going to have. But uh, uh, this is uh, old news in some ways. They're always like, why doesn't the West Side get more of these things? And uh, there's one big one up on sort of Dunbar area uh, that was yeah. built 20 years ago. Uh, it has some problems, but not many. Um, so it's really just a social housing, uh, and the neighbors were like, "No, because it's near a school. It's this and that. It's and it's it, not just I, near I, a school. It's right across the street from a school." But I also yeah, agree with you school, that there's yeah. a yeah. there's a NIMBY piece of this puzzle, or people that are really concerned that a 13 story building is going into an area that doesn't have a lot of 13 story buildings. Yeah. But it is right at the at the end of the. I'm trying to look at it from all sides here. The mm-hmm. the Broadway subway line will good. end. You're such a good person. Well, am I though? Thinking am about I though? It all sides. What a concept! What am are you I doing? Oh you God! Clearly, I'm never this. running for. I'm never running for office, George. This just <laughs> in. This just in. No. So I have some friends and people that I know who mm-hmm. live within sort of the area of Eighth and Arbutus. I mean, frankly, I kind of live in the area of Eighth and Arbutus, and I, you know what? People need a place to live. People need yeah. a place to live. I would much rather have people housed than people setting up tents and doorways all the way down West Broadway. I mean, mm-hmm. people have set up yes. tents all the way down East Hastings to the point where Karen Fry, the, the um, fire chief, had ordered the tent city that was growing on East Hastings removed because the BPD said, this is not our job anymore to sweep out people every day and their mm-hmm. belongings if they're unattended. Um, but people don't have a place to go with their belongings. Yeah. So, you know, going to a shelter, why can't they just go to a shelter? They, it's so, I mean, 
people want to do cliche lumped in everybody's one thing every single person that's going to live at eighth and arbutus is going to be mm-hmm. a drug addicted mental health you know case that's you know extreme well absolutely there will be people with high need extreme need involved in that the hope is that there were lessons learned from the marguerite ford building on west second avenue so let's talk about that and the one you mentioned in east van i talked this through with counselor sarah kirby mm-hmm. young on radio and she mentioned that the one that was built in east van that was kingsway and kingsway and uh, is it in victoria i forget no, kingsway i think it is king Victoria Edward, or king Edward, somewhere in there it's like yeah uh, yeah but the, it, it was done in conjunction with the community right there was a little bit yeah. more of this is where people sure. actually want to live and, and there's the first there. nations you know aboriginal angle I mean, it's, that's great, but it's spin. That's spin to me. I heard her. I thought, "Mm, come on. I mean, it's, it's, it's housing for people who need it most of all. And it's hundred percent affordable. What uh, it's really you in the council. And we talked about this when you're filling in on CKNW and I brought up three things. One is, first of all, when you're voting on these kinds of things, public input's important, but it's not the only thing you need to think about. It's one piece of the puzzle. So you need to wait the different aspects of what you're doing in your decision-making for the city as a whole. And this whole argument about wards came up in this Twitter battle I'm in right now, uh, that this wouldn't happen if we had wards. In fact, I think it would be worse because then the people would only be thinking about their one neighborhood. Their neighborhood instead of a party system. For those who don't understand the difference between your area votes or your party votes, because we've got more center-right, fiscally conservative or further to the right, uh, parties than we do left, which is why repeatedly on Unspun Podcast, George, you come back to the fact you might not like Kennedy Stewart, but he right now is sitting pretty for re-election because yeah. there's so many people splitting the vote on the center-right yes. side of the spectrum, right? Yes, and so you have that whole issue of politics and spectrum. In the case of this project, it's interesting you got all these different people. All over. There's, a, there's a left-right agreement where NIMBYs come together on the whole spectrum is interesting. You have people who are, you would consider left wing and people who you consider right wing and they come together and they seem to be agreeing on not supporting these, this kind of housing, which to me is like, there's some interesting data that Francis Bueller put out there a little while ago. And I had to resend it to me because I wanted to remember it. And one yeah. of the pieces of data was about criminal uh, call, p- police calls and fire calls to the buildings in the city. And overwhelmingly the, the housing, the social housing that's, centralized the downtown east side which there's a lot of it i live downtown we have a lot of social housing and and this kind of in in the neighborhood um a lot of them and and i'm saying can we build them somewhere else as opposed to right along my street so i'm kind of a nimby but i also have we have 18 social housing units within two blocks of where i live 18 these are large you know 20 30 story towers um 18 towers 18 buildings in in within two blocks that's a significant uh, stat george yeah if you look at Seymour Street, it's almost all now social housing, right? And then there's some on Granville Street. Uh, yeah. So it's fine. We're we as a neighborhood, we don't have a problem with it. But I think we've we've given. Let's let's talk about some other places in the city. So there's that. But the fact that that this criminal the uh, calls to to police and fire are are multiple, like five, six times higher. Uh, in these areas, in the downtown east side, then then Seymour Street, and then as you move outside the city or outside the downtown core, the even like even at even at the building you mentioned, the the Marguerite Ford. Marguerite building, Ford, yeah, it's still bad, but it's not even close to what you're seeing in downtown. East. And then as you move further away, less and less calls. So it's an argument to that, in fact, build these homes, these places for people to live, 
because they're homeless around the city, around the region of the city. Let, the goal yeah. of the BC housing is to build, I think, 400 units in the next uh, several years in Vancouver. We have 2,000 homeless people in Vancouver alone. We have at last count, there's probably way more. Yeah, yeah. there's probably way I, more than I, the, yeah. Yeah. And I pointed this out to you, and this is another, you know, that, that, Policy decisions made by the federal liberals in the early 90s under Jean Chrétien and Paul Martin, a very fiscally prudent party, uh, but the ramifications of their decisions, which was to stop the housing uh, program that existed up to that point from the late 60s until the early 90s, they stopped that. The exact number of units that have not been built since that housing program stopped is the exact number of housing units we need in Canada to deal with the housing, the people that are homeless. Is there not a correlation here? Uh, There is. A little bit. I mean, it wouldn't be 100%, but certainly would help. Um, And then couple that with the deinstitutionalization by the provincial liberals here in British Columbia in the same time, early 90s, they closed down all these institutions. Where did these people go? They went off. They didn't go anywhere. They went to the streets. Uh, so we have this problem. Can I we jump in there? Because I want to. I want to jump in there because it's very unpopular to speak about warehousing people and institutionalizing people and and you know mistreatment within facilities. That's why facility One became flew over a, the cuckoo's nest syndrome. Right. Yeah. But but as somebody born and raised here, there was a visceral change when there was no place to go. When you, when you struggled so mightily with your mental health, like there was a big shift right around that time because it was just closed. There was no, Mm -hmm. and now you can use this or this or this. There was nothing. It it was just like, you know, taking the spin out of it is no, we shouldn't go back to facilities and institutions where people can do misdeeds to people with mental health struggles that are extreme. No. But I mean, in a time where we can't even really all get family doctors, mm-hmm. how are we going to fix what's broken here? Like this, this ball of wax and you and I literally, how many, how many, we're 180 episodes into Unspun Podcast mm-hmm. and we have literally been speaking up. Thank you. Congratulations to you too, my friend. <laughs> but we have literally spoken about this since the very first day, the yeah. pillars, yeah. the, 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 the steps that need to be put into place before any of this mm-hmm. can be resolved in it. We were talking about Oppenheimer. Then we were talking about Strathcona and then we were, Crab Park was in there. Yeah. Then now it's East Hastings. Now it's eighth in Arbutus and, and why and how it can be expanded in a way that is healthy for the people that need the leg up. I agree with you. Like we live in a city that, and housing should be a human right. People should have a place to go and a place to live. And maybe the people that have those 129 rooms, I will eat this if it if it's proven to be a horrible place that ruins the entire neighborhood. Uh, I will eat it then, but I don't feel that it will be because I, I think there are lessons to be learned along the way. Maybe those 129 people will be incredibly grateful to have a place to call home and become a part of a community. And maybe they're welcomed into the community in ways that are beautiful. Maybe yeah. it might work. Yeah. You know? we, have a, we have a really recent example within Vancouver, and actually this is happening across a region, which is the temporary modular housing, which is the same formula. It's really these, these are probably more, uh, they're prioritized, I think, women who are homeless and other areas. So it's not these people who need daily service as far as staffing and 
mental health right. stuff and all that stuff that this building that they're talking about in, in Vancouver will have because that's important and the math for that is very specific from the provincial government when you have people with mental health and drug addiction you have to have a certain number of staff and all that stuff right. uh, but in the case of these modular housing buildings that have been built I think we've had eight, over a thousand in Vancouver have been built um, you know they, the, the, it's interesting to look at some of the data which I've seen again the ones where the problems are, are closer to the downtown east side uh, the downtown core and the ones who are which are further out are having less problems and when those came online in 2018 and people were outraged outside like in Marple outside the you know the smaller areas around the city no this is going to ruin our neighborhood well it hasn't happened it's hasn't fine been. it's fine but I mean yeah. people get mad at me my tweet that I did it's you know it's going to be okay people, how dare you say that it's not going to be I okay am. You really do take it on the chin at George underscore Affleck at George underscore Affleck on Twitter. I'm at Jody Vance on Twitter at Jody with a Y at Jody Vance on Twitter. And we do read all of our tweets. We don't have people do them for us and all that. And I really do appreciate your fearlessness when you come at some of these things in an arena like Twitter, that's toxic anyway, but there are people who really do lean into what you talk about. And, and it's important that we don't just sit in silos and say, Nope, I just yeah. think those homeless people are all a bunch of drug addicts, drug addicts who are blah, 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 right? It, they're, they're human beings who need the support of their community. We are the community. If you don't want to live in a city that is growing the way Vancouver is growing, time to move to the country, people. Time <laughs> yeah, to well, move, you know? I think... But there are ways to deal with this, even if a neighborhood agreements, you know, bed, best behavior, it's provincial government yeah. run an organization, you know, you, I just think the data doesn't prove it. Now, they're one of our, one of our big fans, George, uh, I forgot his, his twi- Twitter handle, but his fellow George out there who, who, who watches and listens to us every week. And he and I are going at it a little bit on Twitter today. He usually loves everything I say. People are quite surprised at my opinion on this. They think uh, that I would be more supportive in the Colleen Hardwick world of, uh, of talk Wayne. about Colleen Hardwick, we, we haven't gotten into that here because how people voted within council, it was an 8-3 vote. Yeah. And we will get to other topics. Don't worry, we will. But Lots specific to Colleen Hardwick, who is running for mayor, right? We got yeah. Ken Sim, John Cooper, Colleen Hardwick, obviously the incumbent in Kennedy Stewart. Uh, we got Mark Marison. Uh, there's a, f- a few other fringe There's candidates. a number of other, but, yeah. right? So there's... 14, but at I the think, core, right? But Colleen, like there are some people in Vancouver who will just vote for her because she's a woman. Like it's time to put a woman in charge, oh, yeah. right? Okay. There are. There yeah, are. Totally. And, and uh, it's a good good point. Uh, I think that she's resonating to a very, very niche uh, uh, part of our city. But as I said earlier about the left wing, right wing, because she's yeah. got Bill Thielman, who's a NDP lobbyist uh, for years and communications person for... Uh, people who you know the left side of the spectrum and he's one of her council candidates so she's she's drawing upon the rage on all the ends of the spectrum um it, it, that's not inspiring to me <laughs> i don't want anger I don't want rage uh, no. i've seen that kind of leadership in america uh, i don't think it's particularly a good route to go uh it's not uh, uh solutions based and i think it it uh it's deflating as uh, as a place to live and i think it it, the negativity of, of that kind of leadership re- would resonate across the city and everything that we do and, you know, staff, it'd just be a downer. <laughs> Sorry, Colleen. I just don't like, I mean, she's got her issues, but they're all kind of negative. 
you know, I, not, it's not about her personality, but if you're just going to talk about all oh, what's wrong and blah, and you're not going to inspire me to be excited about your leadership and what you're going to do positive for the city. Now, I think actually all the leaders have a problem with this. So I'm not getting a lot. It's still early. And I think you look at Surrey. Uh, in fact, I think the Surrey leadership candidates uh, for the mayor are actually more inspiring. They have more interesting ideas. They have, they're talking about public transportation. They're talking about things that are big and crime building and not crime. about drinking. Crime. Crime. Right. I mean, but not about it's terrible. It's like, here are my solutions. What are we well, going to do about it? On. Indeed. Indeed. And can we just. Let's move to the crime piece. By the way, just 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 on that, building this building will solve a lot of problems when it comes to crime because a lot of these people are doing petty crime across uh, the city and and because they're desperate. They're desperate. So let's help them. Come on. Let's share our wealth as a society. Canada, help these people. What is wrong with us? What is wrong with us indeed? Mm -hmm. Because the crime piece... Is significant and it's been a bit of a revolving door we've been talking about that here on the podcast over and over and over again um, obviously that's not a municipal situation as much as it is yeah. a provincial situation david eby being mm-hmm. held to task on that topic now as he is really likely the next premier of the province yes, and right. now the former attorney general right but he's been asked about it and and i mean ha- where to even begin because things have devolved so incredibly on so many levels. I mean, and not even just locally in Vancouver now will broaden out to around Metro Vancouver and into the Fraser Valley. What we saw in mm-hmm. Langley this week yeah. with that shooting spree, my that God, like the kind of stuff you see in America, like that is like, what random, what, what, this is what I know it, it tragic, tragic. And based on obviously this person, you know, was targeting uh, a kind of person <laughs> on the street, whether they were that person or not, or if it, you know, it turns out that it, he was mistaken and there's some, you know, it's horrible. It's horrible. And obviously that's present mental health care, mental health issues, but man, oh man, like what is going on? And then the guy in Whistler's, you know, they got the crime, the, the murders in Whistler. Two young uh, people, like early twenties, kids really, who gunned yeah. down two people at Whistler. Like, Oh, the ones who killed them. Yeah, yeah the, the, just, the yeah, two. Yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. just it's Animals like continue. I mean, on the heels of what we saw over on the island with those mm-hmm. twin brothers that were actually triplets, the the sister gets to survive and and try and wonder what the hell happened. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you know, and we we don't even have time to catch up on the complete story before there's another crazy thing that happens, like a woman uh, in her fifties, somebody my age who's living below the poverty line, basically sitting on the downtown east side, doing nothing, has yep. some random 30-year-old white dude pour flammable liquid over her head and set her on fire. What oh. is happening? What is happening? And, and, then, so, and then there's nobody sister, stepping right? forward. Right, but then nobody yep. really steps forward to say, here's what I'm doing about this, which takes us back to how we're in election year. We're going to be uh, provincially overwhelmed with that as well mm-hmm. as municipally on your birthday october 15 2022 by the way is george Affleck's birthday don't forget that's what you can do for george for his birthday my birthday gift to me your birthday gift to me is to vote and let's remind people in this moment george that you need not check every box on a ballot in order for your vote to count 
choose the best candidates, not all the candidates. I made that mistake and I voted for a couple of people who are currently on the park board that I really, 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 really wish I hadn't voted for. Yeah. Let's go to park board now because that's a big piece of this as well. The drum circle at Third Beach, your thoughts uh, on that? Well, I mean, uh, yeah, we turned into a bit of a rager, this party in the beach, um, and then got a little bit out of hand. Lifeguards down there got, uh, there was a person in, under, in stress. Uh, lifeguards saved their, her, her, I think it was a woman's life, but also they uh, were, uh, there were some uh, attacks on the lifeguards, I hear. Like it was just- Stood in the way. Ones. They were blocking, the, trying to block the way. I heard it got even yeah. worse than that from some sources I have. Oh yeah. Uh, and, you know, the lifeguards though are, are, you know, committed to doing their job, but the park board in their infinite was- I said, oh, let's just pull the lifeguards from that beach or from 7 p.m. Like, why not call the cops or tell the police, where the hell were you with your little scooters that you drive around there? Like, what? what this party was not like it started like out of nowhere. It must have been going on for hours. Uh, this is the kind of thing that gives alcohol and beaches a bad name. <laughs> like, or drugs. Yeah. Or legal, legal yeah. cannabis, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But this yeah. is the, you know, deal with things like that police uh maybe they're overwhelmed that night with other stuff but i mean it's a drum circle they've been happening everywhere they they have invites it's all public you know and you know where they are they don't just pop up out of nothing they they are literally organized events that don't follow the rules at all uh, right but if you have a lemonade stand on a hot day they will shut you down yeah. what is yeah, it about a drum circle that can't be shut down or a hot dog <laughs> way to trigger me george thanks buddy <laughs> I mean, you're just winding me up and letting me go. So, uh, anyways, I just think that it, but the park board's response to that is like, oh, so park board. But don't worry, Ken Sim's going to solve all the problems. Oh, wait. Get into a flippity floppity flippity flap. <laughs> Can you explain this to me? I'm catching okay. up on this. I, I am, and I'm, you know, getting a lot of heat for this too, but I, I feel you got to call this stuff out. So, Ken Sim, uh, I think it was last fall, made a big announcement before he even had yeah. really a, even a party, I think, um, that he was going to, the first thing, his order of business as the next mayor would be to dismantle the park board, to just do yeah. away with the park board. Which, you know, I said, well, that's not, it's not easy, but it's possible. The first thing they have to do is vote themselves. They have to make a motion as a park board to say, hello, provincial government, can you disband us, please? And once the provincial government gets that, they go through the administration, they disband it. They say, now you're, now you're a part of the city. Uh, like every other self-inflicted fall on a storm. Yeah. Right. So no, in Vancouver, we have a, we have a elected park board. Every other city in BC and actually in Canada uh, has a, a department of parks and recreation that is part of the city. just like transportation or engineering, just like housing, whatever. So, uh, so the, but today uh, he announces his park board slate uh, and says, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to flip on that. I'm going to flop on that. How did he explain uh, it, though? Only, this is his biggest thing. And I, and frankly, I think it was actually, you know, he blinked, I think. But I think it's as a as an idea, I think it could have really resonated, given the incompetence that this park board continues to show. Yes. You I know it resonated with me. I'm like, really? No. Can he do it? And you're like, no. Yeah. Like, I mean, oh. he could have done it, but he, it would be complicated. And that's what his argument is. Well, I didn't think, you know, well, okay, so you didn't think it through. You just made right. it up when you're in the fly and now you flipped on it. I mean, you know, in politics, sometimes you just got to stick with Gregor Robertson was going to solve homelessness. Remember that? And he got elected three times. Oh, what what year was that? 2008. But, but he'd, he'd solve it by 2015. And he, he left office in 2018 uh, after three victories, unanimous, like massive victories. Uh, so, you know, we there believed are him. issues that we you believed can, him. 
Yeah, there's issues you can literally take to the bank in politics. And I think Ken Sim was on to something. Not that I thought yeah. it was necessarily, a, you know, it was, it was cynical kind of approach to politics to do that, just like saying you're going to solve homelessness. And then he backs away from it. So, you know, people say, well, you know, it's, it's, it shows how he's able to look at things and make a decision. No, he, he, he saw he was afraid. He got afraid. That's what really what happened. He realized, oh, man, this is a. He obviously got, you know, people were telling him, you're crazy, don't do it. There's too many park board people that are, and they are, they are a strong advocacy group, park board people in Vancouver. Um, you know, I can see how that might be intimidating, but, you know, come on. Okay, what's your other idea then? <laughs> like, it's like, if you're going to announce so, not doing something that's huge, you better have something huge to replace it with. Was there something in his, I haven't seen the announcement of his slate of park board um, nominees, I guess candidates is there something within that that is like remarkably different than the the current commissioners around the table oh, they just said he's gonna it's all about the administration you know, about doing a better job okay. which, which would is- hopefully be hopefully wrap around becoming fiscally responsible and prioritizing things as park board commissioners might uh look out for the people who pay for the parks taxpayer and the people who uses the use the park the people of the province parks because it's not just yeah. the city who uses the city parks it's the whole province that congregates you know in in the parks in vancouver we are the big municipality in this province right so it makes me yeah. uh i'm happy about kids pool reopening early because we put quite a stink up about really? that when they said oh no it's not yeah. opening this year we're like excuse me we can open the Coquihalla." But we can't fix Kit's pool in a year. When is it open? So they fix that. It opens this Saturday. Limited numbers, George, because they don't have lifeguards. Oh, and guess when it starts raining? (laughs) Monday. 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 Well done, done, Parkour. You did it. You did it. Makes me Anyways, crazy. whatever. See, I just think, see my I, just to finish up the Ken Sim thing, though. Just I think while he might get away with it, if his people who are competing against him, you know, there's a guy called Adrian Dix. Who flip flopped on something, and the liberals took that all the way to the bank. They used that weather vane thing; that was just golden. And so, if you his the people up against Ken Sim, including Kennedy Stewart, uh, if he sees Ken Sim getting close to putting put yeah. him out, this is this is golden. I mean, you just you just you're you want a mayor who's gonna flippy floppy flippy flop? Nope. I'm already exhausted, but it's gonna be here before you know it. Like the the election is not that far off right as as it feels like we've been talking about it for yeah well well you and i talk about it all the time august september october we are obsessed we are obsessed i'm obsessed with right and we i mean i think i've mentioned the park board every single time because it is so frustrating that parks aren't taken care of when we talked about the province and in the legislature and that's right i'm going to talk about i'm going to use words in a row that are going to trigger some people who think I'm anti-bike. I was riding my bike the other day mm-hmm. on a bike lane, on a bike path along Kitts oh, Beach yeah. and I rode, I know, it was great. I was riding back, I was riding down to English Bay to meet up with my old friend, Bill Courage. We were gonna watch the sunset together at English Bay Beach. And so I'm riding down there and I was going by Kitts Pool and I, you know the tree on the rock, that plum yeah. tree? that curves over the rock. It has a little sign on it because everything's got a bloody sign on it in this town. It makes me crazy. Don't hang off the tree. Anyways, I, I drive by in the tree. The sign, this is art. <laughs> the sign that says this is art. It's like, what, the sign or the art? Which is art? The, the sign? Anyways, thank you for telling me that this is art. The tree's uh, not Sorry, the tree, yeah. 
Okay. The tree's knocked over. And I love that tree. I love spring. I love cherry blossoms. I love plum blossoms. I always, that's the first tree to bloom in the, in the vicinity, let's say, in, in where we move around in the downtown core. It is like the one that comes up before and then all the other trees, it's a plum tree, so it comes out early. So it's interesting because a neighbor of mine, we argue over whose tree it is because it's like been an iconic thing in this neighborhood to have that tree on the rock. It's, 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 a, it's a symbol, right? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a piece of the park. It's like the conservatory for, for right. Kitts Beach or the showboat or the, you know, the bathhouse at English, it's part of the area. So it's over on its side and I'm like, <gasps> and I check in, okay, you know, well, where are we at with the tree? And I tweet about it, whatever. And people come at me, but there are homeless people. I'm like, I'm allowed to tweet about different subjects. Holy moly. Stop policing my Twitter feed. Take a step <laughs> off. If you don't like what I'm talking about right over there, another person on Twitter, millions of people on, t- anyways, I digress. But then I go back down there days later as mm-hmm. I'm heading down to English Bay to watch the Celebration of Light. I went to Shachi Curl's house of Angus Reed Institute. I watched from her patio. Mm-hmm. Lovely. I know you and Amanda were down there as well. Great times. Good Good that mm-hmm. Vancouver is that back reinvigorated yes. vibe. But I go by and that tree knocked over still. I'm like, mm-hmm. how can we put fencing around some things and we don't even just pick up the damn tree prop it up or protect it some way put a little you know something nothing where's the park no. board where is it well you know we can get rid of the park board oh no oh, um, no we can't yeah i don't know i mean i think it's i just feel like i don't this election is going to be one of those nail biters i think I yeah think, uh, we're going to see it but unless things you get sure more you exciting, won't run but... <laughs> you sure you won't run no, run away, run away, run away, run away. <laughs> nope. If somebody shared this, <laughs> if you're super entertained right now and somebody shared this with you, unspunpodcast.com is where you subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we'll just send it to you. We don't sell your information or anything. It's just we're sharing the local unspun views. And this was a super hyper Vancouver local thing. And let's end it on a high note, George, uh, with regard to celebration of light. Like, how was it for you? You Were were you down in one of those suites that I was tweeting about? Why can't we have uh, these everywhere? Amanda, as a gift, uh, bought us uh, to get to this uh, nice little suites they have along along English Bay. So we got a view just straight right ahead, which is great. Um, uh, It was amazing. It was Canada last night. We saw Japan, the other night we walked down there. We live like a couple of blocks from there. So it's, you can just head out the door and be there in 10 minutes. Um, so, uh, but last night was crazy. It was good. It was so good. I mean, it's, they're going to be so tough good. to beat. Uh, it was so good. And if you saw it from the angle of the pirate ship versus their spaceship on the boat and they were fighting, it was like, it's all fireworks. It's crazy. I'm not even a fireworks fan. I, I, I'm like, but the music was good. It was like, oh, this is my, this is my, are you playing my playlist? It's like, Yacht Rock. Geez, totally. Get access to my phone. <laughs> Yeah, it was like YMCA and yeah. some. Oh yeah, they and they had the YMCA fireworks. Could you see that from your angle? I, they I couldn't. The fireworks. They actually spelled YMCA with fireworks from the from the barge. So speaking oh of the barge, God, that's cool. the other barge chilling barge BS is finally getting dismantled. Good riddance to that piece of junk. Get off no kidding. I am with you on that. People are like, let's keep it. Ugh, no, it's junk. And it gets, it's horrible if you walk down there and it's like, what is this taking up all this beautiful view of yeah. the ocean? Let's not. Hey, get us on Twitter, George underscore, underscore 
Affleck, at Jody Vance. That's it for this week. Let's all go cool off. Cheers. Drink your water. I got my Sam Pellegrino. Cheerio. Cheerio, then. Off you go now. Bye. Bye. Bye.